Well, there's a little bit of real estate in the middle of our brains called the amygdala. And that's been there since the dawn of mankind. And its sole purpose is to protect us from danger or injury or death. It's responsible for the fight or flight syndrome we feel at certain times in our life or under stressful conditions. It creates fears and feelings that talk us out of making those risky or scary decisions. Sometimes the ones that may have a potentially hazardous downside. But most times it's the decisions that we really need to make that will propel us ahead to our next levels in life. Welcome to the Mind Wrench Podcast with your host, Rick Sellover, where minor adjustments produce major improvements in mindset, personal growth, and success. This is the place to be every Monday, where we make small improvements and take positive actions in our business and personal lives that will make a major impact in our success, next level growth, and quality of life. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Mind Wrench Podcast. I'm your host, Rick Silver. Thanks so much for stopping in. If you're a returning listener and haven't done so already, please take a minute and click the follow or subscribe button and then rate and review the show. When you rate and review the show, the algorithms for Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and all the other platforms will see that it's valuable and show it to more people that have never seen it before. And hopefully, it can help them too. I would really, really, really appreciate your help sharing this word with your friends and family as well. And if you're a brand new listener, welcome. I hope you find something of value here that helps you in your personal or professional life as well. Please make sure to click the subscribe or follow button so you never miss another episode. Okay, so tell me, have you ever had thoughts, dreams, or even plans of expanding your business? Maybe adding on your own ADAS or EV center? or an additional location, but never seem to be able to pull the trigger because those thoughts of, well, maybe it's just too much for me. Maybe it's too much tech, too much tooling, too much money, too much hassle, or it's just too risky. I probably can't do this, or maybe I'm not smart enough. Worse, yes, it's best to just play it safe and be happy with what I have. Has all that internal chatter kept you from taking the next steps? Maybe you've had visions moving to a better home, better area, maybe another state or across the country. Possibly a second or vacation home. Some place you've envisioned yourself living in. Maybe near the beach or out in the country or up in the mountains. Or maybe just that little cottage by the lake you've always dreamed about. But you let your limiting beliefs and limiting thoughts hold you back. Well, you're not alone. I was recently attending a three-day mastermind event in Nashville with a great group of body shop owners. And some industry icons like Frank Turlup and Dave Luer and Ryan Taylor and Nick Schoolcraft, just to name a few where we dove headfirst into the challenges shops are now facing, as well as what's coming down the pike. We had great insight into, as Wayne Gretzky would say, where the puck is going in collision repair. There were some timely subjects, tactics, tools and technologies, and software solutions presented and discussed within the group. And I was fortunate enough to be able to present to the group a workshop on mindset and limiting beliefs as well, which, to my surprise, had kind of been teed up in a few different presentations prior to mine. What was interesting is that with all the changes required to be on the forefront of running a first-class collision center, having the right mindset and knowing what the limiting beliefs that can hold us back are and how to destroy them could make all the difference in the world. While this group I was with was bold, mostly fearless about change and successfully moving the needle in their businesses, there were some that revealed to me after my presentation that they still had some limiting beliefs kind of holding them back from a few things they wanted or needed to do. But through my experiences with hundreds, if not thousands, of shops over the years, 
there are a vast amount of shops stuck in the same spot they were 20 years ago, frozen in time, unable to move forward, evolve, or make any progress in their shops or in their minds towards repairing today's vehicles safely and correctly. I can walk into many shops just today in my market that have not invested in any new equipment, technology, or training. They do not attend any industry events or read the trade papers or even attend any of the free training sessions that the local jobbers put on. It seems that they've sealed themselves into a box with no intention of growing or changing, and they'll just stay in that box till they sell out or die there. And how sad is that, right? Now, don't get me wrong. Most of these are great people with talents, skills, and abilities. It's not that they don't want to repair cars correctly, using the right tools and technology. It's just that their inner villain, their limiting beliefs, have stopped them cold every time, prevented them from taking any action towards advancing, and kept them in a fixed mindset for years, sometimes decades. And that's how powerful your mind and your limiting beliefs can be. So why is it like this anyways, right? Well, there's a little bit of real estate in the middle of our brains called the amygdala. And that's been there since the dawn of mankind. And its sole purpose is to protect us from danger or injury or death. Back in the prehistoric days, it saved us from being eaten by saber-toothed tigers and other wild creatures. It's responsible for the fight-or-flight syndrome we feel at certain times in our life or under stressful conditions. It creates fears and feelings that talk us out of making those risky or scary decisions. Sometimes the ones that may have a potentially hazardous downside, but most times it's the decisions that we really need to make that will propel us ahead to our next levels in life. It produces those limiting beliefs that help keep us safe where we are and prevents us from moving forward. I like to call it the inner villain. So let's talk about this inner villain, the inner voice, the inner self-doubt the bad wolf, whatever you want to call it. It's a pessimist that lives inside of all of us. I don't know about you, but I still have a little pessimist that lives inside of me. Sometimes I have to shut them up, make them go quiet. I still have to find a way to overcome that voice more often than you would think. I'm sure most of you, hell, probably all of you listening, has had at one point or another in your life a feeling, a twinge, a notion, an urge, or a premonition that there's something you were meant to do, a new direction to take your business that there's something you're supposed to be doing that's totally different than what you're doing right now. A need to step out of your comfort zone and do something bold, something new, something that scares you a bit. Potentially life-changing. But if you wait long enough or just ignore that feeling, it will go away. And then you convince yourself, you don't need to do anything any different. Everything's just fine the way it is, right? Have you ever looked in the mirror and said to yourself, how come I'm not further along than this? Or why can't I ever seem to get ahead? Are you frustrated with life, unsure of your future, wanting to make a change in your current situation, but too scared to make that next move? Maybe you want to reach that next level in life or in your business, but not sure what the right move is. Or maybe you feel the best thing to do is nothing at all. Many of you may not know, but along with hosting my own weekly podcast, I'm a personal development, mindset, business, and life coach, where I focus on helping people with self-development, mindset, and how to make positive changes in their lives. And trust me, with all the negativity we've had to deal with these past two years, I think we all need some positivity. A positive change and a fresh approach to our life or our business. Sometimes, talking to the right person can make all the difference. If you really want to start making those changes in your life, take action right now. Reach out and email, text, call, or direct message me as soon as possible. Do it right now. I'll set you up with a free consultation call and pre-qualify you for either the one-on-one or business coaching that you really need to get your life or your business on the right track to success. Appointments are available right now. 
that voice inside your head, your inner villain, or more commonly known as the limiting beliefs, or the limiting beliefs of others around you, will override your gut feeling and convince you to not step outside of your comfort zone every single time. So then, why do you have those gut feelings to begin with? More importantly, why do we let our head prevent us from having a little courage? What are limiting beliefs and what do they do for me? And what do they do to me? Limiting beliefs are false beliefs that prevent us from pursuing our goals and desires. Limiting beliefs can help keep you from doing important things like applying for that dream job or leaving the one you hate, expanding your business, or maybe selling it, finding that relationship you want, or leaving the one you don't want. There are a few common limiting beliefs and fears that most people have, like the fear of failure or the fear of success. Believe it or not, people do fear success and what that comes with it. Fear that we're not good enough to achieve what we want. Fear of not being loved or being unlovable is probably one of the strongest core fears that most people have. The fear of rejection, which usually leads to avoiding relationships or being more of a people pleaser. Having negative attributes assigned to being rich or having money. For example, like uh, money's the root of all evil or people with money are bad or some other BS like that. And then there's limiting beliefs about your own self-worth. Like, I'm a failure. I can't make things happen. I don't deserve a better life. Or things just don't ever work out for me. It's all my parents' fault. Or it's all my boss's fault. Or it's all the president's fault. It's always somebody else's fault, right? Or that's just my luck. Or who am I to have everything I ever wanted? What a ridiculous thought that is, right? So let me ask you this. Have you ever done anything really compelling, really rewarding, something substantial, got the deal, got the sale, got the new partnership, you got the relationship, got the guy, got the girl, whatever. Convince your kids or significant other to do something. Maybe hired that tech or that manager that you had your eye on for quite a while. And have you ever done any of that kind of stuff when your confidence is down? I mean, if you think about it, when your confidence is down, even 5%, and I'm not talking on a scale of a 1 to 100, your confidence is a 5, I'm talking about when your confidence is at 95%. It's only 5% down. But when it's down just a little bit, your state of mind also changes. And that's when you say to yourself, well, maybe I can't do this, or maybe it's not meant for me. Maybe it's not the right time. Maybe I should just be okay with this you know, average relationship or average income or average job. Maybe I should just be happy with this messy little unorganized shop. Now, I've seen others in my life that have managed to push back against that inner villain, push past the fear, and stepped forward with a little courage and found some amazing talents within themselves or discovered skills and abilities that they never knew they had and drastically improved the quality of their lives and those around them. And usually at some point, they kick themselves for not finding that courage sooner. So for me, what I've done over the years is develop skills, habits, and tactics to win, to let the inner hero, not the inner villain, win. I've experienced this in my own life several times and been pleasantly surprised each time. I pushed past my limiting beliefs that no one would want to buy from me, that I was not qualified to do something like this when I made the jump from a body shop painter to a distributor salesman. But I quickly gained confidence, and over time, I rose to become the top salesman in my company. Then years later, I had this gut feeling that with the knowledge of painting I had and the confidence to speak in front of a group without breaking into a cold sweater, throwing up, that I could teach others with no painting experience to learn what I've learned over 15 years in the field. So when an opportunity opened up at a local community college that had an awesome auto body program, I pushed past the limiting belief that I may not be good enough or I'm not even qualified to teach others. 
and I pursued and secured a position as a part-time instructor. And I ended up with a weekly eight-hour paint class on Saturdays. It was great. Not only did I love it, but I had great feedback from my students every semester I taught. My, uh, we had these self-assessments, or we had these assessments at the end of each semester, and I had fantastic comments and scores on those. I got this feeling from stepping outside of a comfort zone and accomplishing something that was really, really empowering. And coupled with the positive feedback from my students and knowing I was making a difference, making an impact in someone's life was just plain addictive. And then again, during the pandemic, I felt I still had more to share with my world. There was still more I should be doing, a gut feeling to again push past my comfort zone and start something where I could share my experience, try to educate and inspire others to add some value where I felt it was needed most in this industry and started my own podcast. I knew nothing about any of it. I mean, I've listened to lots of podcasts and really enjoyed the concept of what it was, but I had no experience with broadcasting, editing, writing scripts, equipment, nothing, none of it. But I had a little courage and an internal nudge, and I just jumped in and started taking action right away, learning and growing as I went. And although I may not be the number one podcast on Apple or Spotify and self-help or education yet, that's okay. I'm the number one podcast in my neighborhood so far, and that's what counts to me. I'm growing every day, getting more and more positive feedback, and helping others, and I'm making an impact on the industry I love, doing what my gut is telling me I should be doing. I pushed past my limiting beliefs, and I just started doing it. But what's most important for us to understand is that Every single one of us have that opportunity, have the power within us to destroy those limiting beliefs, to prove the inner villain wrong, and make the moves we know we need to make. Now I can't, or nor can anyone else, crawl inside your head and do it for you. That job's all yours. But I do have a couple tactics I can share that should work for you. So how do we destroy that inner villain? Well, here's a couple simple steps that could help you push past that urge to give in on those limiting beliefs. And take action you know you need to take to move forward. And they're actually much easier than you think. So number one, challenge those beliefs. Are they really true? For example, is it really too hard? Or maybe I can't do it? Or is the fact that I just don't want to do it? Maybe someone else just like me has done it, right? There's always going to be beliefs that you have, but you got to challenge them. you got to call them out and really, really see if those are true or not. 99% of the time, they're not. Number two, borrow success from the past. Sometimes we just don't have the confidence or feel successful currently, but you can always reach back and borrow something from the past. Maybe at some point you were great in a sport, right? You threw the winning touchdown or you, you hit the winning home run. Maybe you got a standing ovation in a play. Or maybe you just got three A's on a three tests in a row in a certain class you're struggling with. Whatever it is. You've got successes in the past. We all have. So you just have to remember it, you know, and then bring that into the, bring that into the current and use that as fuel to move forwards. And number three, you need to step out of your comfort zone. Take some risks. Just take little risks if you need to, but find something you can do that's a little bit risky and just do it. Nobody grows in their comfort zone. We all have to take some risks to start winning. And number four, install new empowering beliefs. Trust me, for every limiting belief, there's an opposite and stronger empowering belief. And use that to displace it. Just for example, like I'm a victim of circumstance. Well, an empowering belief would be, I create my own reality. Or life happens to me. Well, that empowering belief would be, life happens for me. Or maybe there's obstacles that hold me back. 
Now, an empowering belief would be obstacles help me grow. Trust me, for every single limiting belief that you can come up with that your mind throws at you, you can find a more powerful empowering belief to replace it with. Just a reminder here, you are the boss of you. You have more control over your thoughts and over your mind than you think. The only difference between those that achieve what they want in life and in their business and those that never advance but are great at making excuses or placing the blame elsewhere, it's that six-inch gap between their ears where your limiting beliefs live and your ability to either accept or destroy them. It really just comes down to that. Well, that's all I had for you today. Thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate your support, and I hope you have a great week. I can always be reached at www.ricksillover.com, where you can find all my social media links, podcast episodes, blog posts, and much more. (laughs) 